Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes. Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. Can you imagine like a Schoolhouse Rock mystery song? About the, now it's time to learn about DNA and how it's being used to capture criminals. Well, kids, yes. cells are made of DNA. Of DNA. <laughs> it tells you what, how tall you're going to be, what your hair is going to look like. 26 chromosomes <laughs> is what we mostly all have. <laughs> Whew, really okay. just went right down, a, <laughs> fell right down the hole right there. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, what are we talking about this week, This Jacob? week, we are going to be watching The Morning Show Murders. Yay! Actually, it's called The Morning Show Mysteries. The Morning Show Mysteries. But there okay. will be murders. There's all, I mean, yes, come it's, on. it's cloudy with a chance of murders. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because it's Vancouver. It's, 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 it's Vancouver. Yes, which they don't ever actually. Seattle, is it supposed to be Seattle. Is it supposed to be Seattle? Did we actually like settle the fact that this is supposed I, to be Seattle? Well, Wikipedia said... That it is supposed to be Seattle. The undisputable truth of Wikipedia. But it is 100% filmed in British Columbia. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact that this it's all wake up West Coast, which is like, mm hmm, mm hmm, Mm -hmm. mm hmm. So it seems as (laughs) if it's going to be this like very major show covering, you know, the West Coast, which I've heard is rather large. We're referring to the morning show, which is called Wake Up. West yes, Coast. the the fictional show within the morning show mysteries, yes. the morning show is called Wake Up West Coast, yes, yes. which like you'd think would be the West Coast, but no, they, it's a local show somewhere supposed to supposedly Seattle, which we thought like is that San Diego? Is this in San? Like we just kept moving up the coast. Yeah, and we were like <laughs> not, no, not not San, not maybe Portland, it's Seattle. Maybe it's maybe it's Canada. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why that was that came to us so late. Yes. <laughs> Who like what they're trying to do a cheap TV show based on the West Coast? Is it San Diego or is it Vancouver? No, it's <laughs> it's Vancouver. It's rainy. It's Vancouver. Yeah, because I the moment when I was like, oh no, it's not San Diego, but I it had literally just come out of my mouth. Was, <laughs> is this San Diego? Is this guy coming in off the street wearing like a camel hair coat, camel and, a hair scarf, coat and scarf? And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, we're, we're in a- <laughs> That never happens in San Diego. <laughs> Do they even know what a camel hair coat is in San Diego? Probably not. <laughs> it's in the back of the closet because somebody moved. Because somebody somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they just they couldn't bear to part with it. Like this was my favorite coat. We'll go back. We'll have to visit relatives at some point right. back in the Midwest. It's right. going to be cold. Hang on to that. You'll need it. Just not here. Yeah. 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 For sure. So. But we are we are watching Al Roker's The Morning Show Mysteries, right? Yes. I keep I keep wanting to throw murder in there, like the Murder Show Mornings, or like the Morning Murder <laughs> Mysteries, or something. I just keep wanting to throw That's murder in there. That's a whole nother television <laughs> show. Yes, it is not what we're doing. Opposite the, <laughs> the Morning Show. Opposite Today Show <laughs> is the Murder the Show. It comes up in the morning, also known as Perry Mason. <laughs> well, no, just the murder. Can you imagine the people like, look, we're not gonna. We're not gonna have a we're not gonna have a cooking segment. We're not gonna have a weather segment. We're not gonna have any chirpy, hey, happy hundredth birthday, feel good stories. You want you you're gonna wake up to murder. That's what you're gonna get, people. True crime, first thing, murder show mornings. Here we go, digging right into it. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> go. It's for people who want a little blood on their grape nuts. Yeah. Ew. Oh. <laughs> 
gross. <laughs> Tell us about this. What does this come from? Okay, so this is a TV morning show host slash chef. Slash so chef. Slash your chef. <laughs> TV morning show host slash chef Billy Blessings solves murder mysteries. So Billy Blessings is right. a is she is a chef so she appears and does the little food segments in the or not well they are little and they're short little in those segments. morning yeah, shows yeah, but she also has a restaurant that her father yes. started and now she keeps going um, running it her father was a detective on retired the, open the restaurant on the force and then yeah retired open the restaurant and now she is running it with her aunt Cassandra it airs on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, and it was announced in 2017 by Hallmark. It is their first mystery series starring people of color, and as you said, it is based on the novels by Al Roker. It stars Holly Robinson Pete, Rick Fox, and Colin Lawrence, and it first aired in 2018. And this episode that we're watching is called A Murder in Mind. And Billy Blessings searches for the real killer when her friend is accused of murder. Dun, dun, dun. And this aired in April of 2019. So almost a full year before anybody had any idea about the pandemic. <laughs> and then people on the internet were like, oh no, was the show canceled? No, pandemic people. <laughs> it, it, Worldwide it, pandemic. It put a little crimp in their production plans. Yes. Well, we're, I'm going to take a step back here for a second. So Billy Blessings yeah. is the main character. She, and note the pronoun she, Billy, it's like it is a female oh, playing yes. Billy. So she, Billy Blessings is played by Holly Robinson Pete. Her love interest and the police cop that she's partnered with, because you got to have you got to have the wacky person over here, like what is this person doing solving yes. crimes, and then you got to have like the real law and order person that is played by Rick Fox. What is that character's name? Well, his name, his character's name is Ian Jackson. Ian Jackson. Okay, great. So there's Billy and Ian, but there's also cameos by Al Roker, of course. Yes. Yeah. Very exciting to see him. He, every, uh, he has a really long IMDb credit. Well, he's, sheet been a, he's done he's, so much. Yeah, I mean, not just Today's Show. He plays himself in a million different things. Yes. And then he also plays fictional characters. He lends his voice to stuff all the time, like Cloudy with Meatballs. He right. plays another. <laughs> but yeah, so it's really fun to see him. It is my personal headcanon that he doesn't actually exist in this show, in this universe. Because when we first see him in the first pilot episode, nobody even mentions that there is a weather person on this show. I mean, of course, it's a morning show. Of course there's a weather person. But nobody ever talks about the weather person. Nobody knows anything about the weather person. He just shows up. He walks over to Billy in the middle of the in the middle of the movie. He walks over to Billy and he says, really great job. I really appreciate what you're doing. You're doing great work. And then he walks off. Nobody else sees him. Nobody else interacts with him. I'm not sure she even says anything to him. It's just this weird little startling moment where it's just like, people, we got Al Roker for half a day. He's coming in. He's saying his line. He's leaving. He's literally walking from the makeup truck to this scene, saying his line, walking off set and giving on a, getting on a plane back to New York. That's as long as we have him. <laughs> so I'm like, in my brain, he doesn't actually exist. In my brain, he is either A, a ghost who is haunting this show that only Billy can see, or B, 
Billy has had a psychic break because of the murders, and she's just imagining oh. this person is just well, telling her, yeah. good job, keep going. So I don't think he is in this episode that we're watching. I think he was just in that pilot oh, that we watched. That's so disappointing. Yeah, but, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's the pilot. Yeah. It's the first of his Get as much star power as you can. Tur- being turned into a TV. Of course he's going to show up. I know that. Be, I mean, if he's, you were he's, a writer of something and then they decided to make it into a TV but he's, show. he's the ghost writer. Actually, I take that back. He, he is, is not the not ghost, the ghost writer. writer. He, he is the, the name. writer. He there is, is actually a that's what I'm saying. There is. A, I'm sorry. I, I blew the, the joke. I blew the joke. Oh. He's got a ghost writer, <laughs> so he's a ghost in this series. That's what I'm trying to go oh, for here. He's okay. got a ghost writer. He's just a ghost in this series. There you go. Please, you know, when you're listening to this, just put that together in your own brain. That's what's supposed to be going on there. there. <laughs> so, how does do we? What? Tell me about the bingo card. Because you're going to do a bingo card, and then I'm going, I have, I no, no, you know what? I don't think we're going to do a bingo card this week. Instead of a bingo card, I have, in honor of Al Roker, I have decided to describe this show as a weather forecast. Oh, all yeah, right. Yeah, you're going to get a it. weather forecast here. So instead of bingo, so you can put your bingo cards away, and here is going to be your murder forecast. So tomorrow, you've got your murder coming in from the west. Shouldn't be too bad. We're looking at maybe one or two dead bodies. That'll get cleared out by this high-pressure front coming up from the south, bringing in a few days of clues, ultimately making for a beautiful solve. But along the front where they meet, we should see a lot of sparks as our two leads really begin to exhibit some serious will-they-won't-they energy. There will definitely be some electricity in the air. After a couple days, though, it'll all clear up, and we'll settle in for some smooth sailing until the sequel. Very good. There you go. Woo! That's my murder forecast Nicely for the show. Done. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love so. it. I love it. That was hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Wonderful. Well done. Well done. I also want to say, this is the thing that cracks me up about this show too. What? Is that so Rick Fox, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna steal some of your thunder here for a second. Rick Fox is the romantic lead in this. He plays Detective Ian. Yes. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about his name, Rick Fox. Like that's, well, his, that's real, his personal that, I know. real name. I know. That's his personal real name. But I will put that name up against Matt Shade or any other like, <laughs> I want I want like a detective name off on that because Rick Fox, great name. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's almost like Al Roker. Did you really, I mean, Rick Fox, like he, he should be like dark, you know, really drama mystery. Well, and this, this character is like, Walking around smiling at everything. Yeah, he's all the smiling time. at everything. I mean, maybe he's just amused in the pilot. And maybe maybe he'll he is be more serious. But he is. He's super smooth. He's super He's super happy and well-adjusted. But so Rick Fox himself, professional basketball player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, he's Retired. Six, retired. But he's six... Is he six, six foot... Six foot six. Six foot six. He is, he is so tall. So tall. He towers over everybody in yeah. this thing. The other detective is like... I don't think I believe you. And I That's think that exact- your things are, are compromised. And he just stands there just, and smiles at him. Just, like, it's just like, uh, oh, hey, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just looking down at this guy. Oh, you poor little twerp. <laughs> it's, yes. it's like you just, like you want to see this kid coming at him and just like Rick just put out his hand and like <laughs> yeah. put his hand on the guy's head and like the guy just swing his arms and not get close to him at all. And he's just like, no, you're not getting a lollipop. I want a lollipop. <laughs> 
<laughs> but then, like the romantic scenes with like with Holly, like she's got to be on like an apple cart, the whole or an apple box the yes, whole yeah. time. Well, they see they 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 get seated at dinner a lot. Yes, you're right. And I feel like that has something to do. <laughs> Just let's let's I mean, make this a little nice more to, level. To take a lady to dinner, yes. or a lady to you know sit him down at dinner right. at, at her restaurant for that matter. But it just, you know, they're not standing at her island in her. Yes, they're not standing at the island, and she's not staring up at him or something like that. Yes. So, but he is. He is so super chill and relaxed. He's just like, yeah, whatever. It was a murder, but it's nice to see you. How's you doing? He's just smiling the whole time, and it's yeah. (laughs) Might have just been the pilot. It might have just been the pilot. But it's it's great. He's, Maybe like, he was just super happy to be like, oh my gosh, I'm in a Hallmark. I'm in a, and they have great chemistry is the yes. other thing. Like they yeah. really hit it. Like I'm really like just like, yes, this is, no, you should totally get together, please. Yeah. 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 And another interesting sports fact please? about Oh, this there's show. more sports facts yes, about this show? Is that Holly Robinson Pete is, the Pete is that she is married to Rodney Pete, an NFL veteran quarterback with the Washington uh... Commanders now. Oh, they're called the Commanders. Yes, okay. We'll, we'll refer to them as the Commanders. Yeah. Yeah. So That's the, the Washington football team. Another fun fact about her: her father was the original Gordon on Sesame Street. What? Yes. Uh... And so her actual first TV debut was on Sesame Street. Yeah, of course Street. it was. But they couldn't get her to say, hi, Gordon. She would always say, hi, Daddy. And so, oh, or oh, at least that as she reported. So to see her in the episode, apparently, they just shot her with Big Bird. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So that was her her sort of sort of breakout or, you know, first Yeah, her role. first credit. Her sure. first credit. For sure, it was her first credit. But... Her first big role was in Howard the Duck, of all things. What? Yes. What? Yeah, she oh, was my in that. lord. I, don't, uh, I think I may have been one of the 12 it? people who saw that movie in the theater. Well, no, you were. there were more than 12 for sure because the entire Bay Area was in that film. And <laughs> they all, because they filmed up right. there in the Bay. And there, there was a guy I went to college with who ha- had college, I mean, not a lot, but he had college money because he was the young. One of the young kids, that in is Howard hilarious. the Duck. I will also say that the whole yeah. Bay Area went to see it. Everybody in Cleveland went to see it because really? it because it was set in Cleveland. It was oh filmed in the gosh. Bay Area, but it what? was set in Cleveland. How yes, weird. Yeah. Oh, maybe they filmed in the East Bay. Yeah. Because you've always said that Cleveland and the East Bay, like Oakland, the, the Oakland Hills, very, is very similar. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been your Howard the Duck moment, which we will never have again. <laughs> the weird thing is I think it has come up before. But anyway, <laughs> she is also famous for being in 21 Jump Street. For 21 Jump Street. Yeah, which she actually sang in, I think, the original um, theme song. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she was also in, probably most famous for Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Mm-hmm. And that was in 92 to 97. She was in a show. I don't know this one, but it had a lot of episodes. It was called Four Year Love. That was for from 98 to 2002. She was also in Mike and Molly, which you and I watched. Yeah. Uh, 13 episodes of that. And she was one of the original co-hosts on the show called CBS Daytime. Uh, or sorry, it was called The Talk, and it was on CBS Daytime. Oh, wow. So she actually, like, she like her, she could use sense memory to really talk about yes. what it was like to be on a morning show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And then... Because she does have good morning show oh voice. My gosh, she really does. Yeah. I was like, how are they going to get this, like, personal person voice? Because she 
really had such good TV voice. Anyway, but the, another thing, fun fact about her is that her mother is a famous ta talent manager, which I she's mean, just brought up in the industry. Is she what this really comes is. Down to. Yeah. They all have done multiple reality shows called For Pete's Sake yes. and Meet the Pete's. And it's about their whole, you know, family right, life. Right, yeah. And it's sort of like the Sharon, like the Osbournes. Right, 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 right. And, you know, it's cool because she's an actress and a singer and he's a football player. And they have four kids and they have two, they have a tw pair of twins, fraternal twins. And one of them has autism and... Holly and her husband Rodney have an autism support foundation. Oh, that's for great. families with autism that are dealing with autism. It's it's here in LA based. And so they talk about that on their reality show. She is also she also does commercials for Carnation Instant Breakfast. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. She's very well-rounded. She, you know, again, talent manager mother. <laughs> yeah. Out there as much as possible. Yeah. So we would be remiss because there's one more person that we should talk about here before we dive into this episode because we were both just like, yay, we love you. Yes. Yes. Karen Robinson, who plays Aunt Cassandra, yes. Aunt Cassandra of Holly Rob, well, of Bl Billy Blessings, the character. She is played by well-known Canadian from Schitt's Creek, if you watch Schitt's Creek. She's fantastic. She is the assistant mayor in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, I think right? it's something like yeah. that. Or she's at least on the town council. Uh, she's also on Frankie Drake. She had a recurring role in that. Yes. I loved her in Handmaid's Tale. She only had one episode, but she was great. And I was like, have her back for more. Um, we also... No, 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 no. Handmaid's Tale does not play in humor. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is no levity in that show. That no, show is she just... she can... Uh, I know she can do serious great. things. She was also in Private Eyes. And we saw her when we were mm -hmm. pre prepping. She oh, yeah. was not in the episode that we watched, but she was in another one. And she was great in that. She is on Star Trek Discovery. And, okay, this is a fun thing about her. Well, a couple fun things about her. Maybe you'll cut some of them. But she is on some other shows. Here's three. Tiny Pretty Things. Pretty Hard Cases. A Million Little Things. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Does that... Does Was that... She, she, you know, to complete the trifecta i think well i mean it she, would be a quadfecta right she, she, she just, needs to be on pretty little liars right <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm only going to act in shows that have a word that is taken from the title of another one of my shows <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> and how can she keep it all straight million little things tiny pretty thing like pretty little, little liars, liars. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, she was also on slings and arrows of course she, she played was. an auditor i want to go back and watch that and I think this came up because she is a Canadian actress and definitely performed at the Stratford Festival doing yeah. Shakespeare. She's been awarded all kinds of theater awards for different shows that she's done. She did a, three Greek shows, I think, at Stratford and got a bunch of awards for it, playing probably Cassandra mm -hmm. I, or... She was in one of those Agamemnon. Yeah, Cassandra shows up in the Agamemnon stories, doesn't she? You're talking to the wrong guy. Okay. She is a theater, TV, film actress. You know, all things. Drama, comedy, whatever. And, you know, hi. Actually, you said you did not want to do the bingo. But IMDB says this show is a drama mystery. They don't say comedy. I can see that. There's not a whole lot of comedy here. Yeah. There's well, not. A, it's, I mean, I mean it's, it's just that, you know, she did Shit's Creek, and, right. which she was hilarious yes. in. And that show is hilarious, but 
you know, she, it doesn't matter. She's, she's, she's an actress. She's a versatile actress. So she's in it all. She's doing it all. And good for her. Yeah. And we're going to do it all. Well, we're not. We're going to watch until there's a body. Because yeah, yes. that's the other thing about this. There's not really a credit sequence for this that we've seen. Oh, you're Cause right. Because I think they just come in with like the movie title sequence and then you're into it. So I don't know that there's going to be a credit sequence okay, for us. Okay, so yeah, we'll just watch we'll just till, watch till a there's body. a body. Yeah. yeah. A or body s- and a cake. Maybe we watch until there's a cake. Hmm. I wonder if there, do you think she'll do a cake again? What do we think? So, what do we think she's going to bake this episode? Yeah, that's a good question. It's got to be something sweet. It's not going to be murder in mind. Yeah, maybe she'll make a chess cake. What's that? It's just a cake that has like I believe different colored patterns of oh. like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, those are really good. So. Or some famous pasta dish. I don't something? think she. I don't think she's. She's got. I don't think she does savory. I think she's. I think she's a. Well, no, she. Her. She. They keep talking about her cookbook, and she has lots of different chapters in the cookbook. So yes. she's not just a dessert lady. But I bet they stick with yeah. desserts. I think. They yeah. Stick. Well, but I don't know. I mean, that's. There's so many other bakers in the Hallmark universe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. The well, we'll find she out. she baked, for instance. Yes, for instance. That was just one of them. But yeah, she, and she is just the freaking nicest person ever. They and like this, they even call it out, call her out oh, on that. Oh my <laughs> they, gosh! The, the villain in the first in the first one is like, "Do you always have to be so nice?" And I'm like, "Yes, she does. She's a lovely lady. Why you got to give her grief? Don't you stop trying to kill her? Yeah, she's a nice lady. S- stop trying to frame her. <laughs> this nice, nice person. You stop it. She deserves happiness with Ian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She, so she has these cookbooks, uh, or she has this, well, multiple? I don't know. Just at one least one. So far, well, yeah. at least so far that we yeah. watched in the pilot. And it has all these folksy chapters. The or, folksy chapter titles, quotes. usually with a pun. Yeah, some sort of pun, but all about friendship and love and caring and getting to know each other. Yes. And family. Family. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this this movie mentions family and how this, how we're a family. This men- movie mentions family more than the Fast and Furious movies. Like, uh, that's how much. <laughs> family's well, a big deal. Yeah, okay. I mean... <laughs> Fast and Furious. Uh, it's all about family. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to find out which family member gets murdered, and we'll be oh. right back with some guessing. See you soon. So I want to get into this for a second here. So we've got a dead body. We've got a dead body. The body is the henchman. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to all this. All you need to know is the body is a henchman of somebody who's yeah. a lawyer, uh, and he's wearing Hannah Kelso is this lawyer in this episode, and she she's a very famous lawyer in Seattle mm-hmm. apparently, and she has a henchman who like does the dirty work and is her muscle and stuff like that. Well, you always is a lawyer. Yeah, and no, all like the Perry lawyer Mason TV. had his yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, There's always somebody, somebody who's got to gotta, like, do the investigating and, and, and yeah. do the gum like the actual like. Work on the sidewalk. Yeah, work on the street. Got to do the work on the street. Yeah. Anyways, Jerry is that guy for Hannah. Jerry ends up dead. Jerry ends up dead, and he's wearing a Kelso's Law sweatshirt, as if like she, like he's wearing her swag. Yeah, they have merch. (laughs) They have the heck. They have merch, and it's the it's like the most basic merch ever. It's like the scales of justice, Kelso's Law. It looks like it's trying to be like a Harvard Shield kind of thing. Well, the thing is, it also. I think there is the merch for her offices or is it for the TV TV show? Because they're making a TV show within the TV show 
about a fictionalized version of this lawyer, Hannah Kelso. Because her son has written whole novels about, novelized stories about her life, his about, mother's about life, Hannah. Cases, yes. And, and presumably also Hannah's henchman probably comes he's, up in he's these stories be in there somehow. Yeah. And the actress friend that... Billy is going to be defending that Billy are right lead act, in the in the lead. in the log line that like she has to defend a friend and the friend is the lead Katie. actress Katie who is playing Hannah the lawyer whose son has written about her and the son who is the novelist has apparently fallen in love with the actress who is playing his mother which is <laughs> all TV kinds show. of weird because like during an interview yeah, that's... during an interview like the, so Hannah is the lawyer she has the son, Derek. Derek is in love with Katie, the actress who is playing Hannah. Hannah doesn't like Katie because Katie is keeping Derek from writing more books about Hannah. So it's a really weird, like, this is probably like... And no, she's blaming Katie for being there yeah, and keeping Derek. Derek. But yes. that's BS. Like, that, yes, like, that's exactly the, what I'm what saying. What is this, some sort of reverse Rapunzel that he, she's supposed to lock her son up so that he... Like writes more. This like, is as, uh, this not... is is this is as Oedipal as Hallmark will ever get. Like there is some You're weird right. incestuous You're thing right. happening. Like she puts, <laughs> she is holding her son's hand on his knee. Like it's just like they're oh, like that's I didn't see that, but yeah, they're touching more than Ian and Billy have touched at all in this, and You're that's supposed right. to be a romantic relationship. Yeah. So it's just like <laughs> oh my god, like in like Hallmark code, there is some. Game of Thrones sick shit happening here. <laughs> that is what's going on with this. <laughs> so yes, that's what's going on. Billy's friend Kate, Katie or Kate? I think Katie. it's Kate. Katie. Billy's friend Katie gets a threatening like ransom letter of like you know cut out of magazine letters that right, says quit the show or else. Because um, you're a liar. You're a liar. Yeah, what's that what's about? The, who knows? So she. But gets Billy this doesn't even know about that. Yeah, letter Billy yet. doesn't know about the letter yet. But so Katie but comes. We on. do because I love this. You, yes. you talked about how they don't really have opening credits. Right. I mean, they show credits. You know, they kind of roll right. as Producer, you're going. Producer, yeah, starring, yeah, yeah, for through each scene. But they don't have like a song and right. There's and not a, a credit title. Thing that comes out, title card that comes out at you, and at does least something. they don't on the on the Hallmark app. Like maybe they no. do when they air the show, sure. but we haven't seen. Yeah, it. so you but you do sort of see the title card, like mm -hmm. you know, or the title treatment for like a second, and then it goes straight into you see a murderer, like a we well, don't know you see the a villain. You, you see, see the a villain, villain dressed. Uh, you know, and there's light, but they're they're you kind of in the dark, face, and they're wearing always gloves. wearing gloves and maybe a mask. So in this one, you see the person with gloves cutting up the little magazine mm -hmm. letters and arranging them with glue on a piece of paper, and you're like, oh, somebody's gonna get a letter. Yeah. So Katie, Katie gets the letter. Katie gets the letter, threatening her to quit the show. Jerry, the henchman, throughout this whole opening sequence, is trying to like trick her into quitting the show because Hannah does not like her once her off the show. I mean, he says, I'm just, you're a good kid, so I'm just trying to no, warn you off. He's, but that's not, that's just a ruse. You so think? it's a ruse. Yes. Okay. So we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. So keep in mind, I think it's a ruse. You don't. But so Hannah gets this letter and then she goes on the morning show with Billy to bake cookies because one of the shows, 
one of the cases, the famous cases that Hannah was on, was about an Irish setter named Rex. And so Hannah has baked some dog bone cookies, which they then share with a dog who was brought on by a animal, uh, animal trainer. Yeah, I forget. named Brian. Named Brian. Thank you for that. Oh, okay. And the dog's name is Lucky. The dog's name is Lucky. And Billy is just trying, throughout this whole time, Billy is like trying to like reassure Hannah and like give Hannah a pep talk and let her know that she's good enough to do this because Hannah used to work as a waitress at Billy's restaurant. So they know each other yeah. and their family yes, in quotes. Oh my came so, out. I uh, was like, oh my gosh, how many times are we going to say this? They this say is going to have to be our, yeah, uh, that's our a prop bet. Sure. How many more? Sure. I think they've, I think they've said, well, maybe not. I don't know. But in any event, yes, it's family. It's once again, and a TV show is like a family and she's part of the family when she's at the yeah, restaurant. Yeah. Hey, Katie never says, she says, well, what? Billy says to, to Katie, why do you want to do this? And she's like, well, because I need to pay off my father's yes. bills. And so, and, so and I have then, to pay off my blah, father's blah, blah, medical like, bills. And because it's a family. Nowhere does she say, because it's my dream to be an actress. Or I really love acting. Yeah. And I also love this idea. <laughs> to be on a major TV show about crime and law and order. Like, that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have all of these medical bills. Whatever shall I do to to pay them off? I know I'll become an actress. Yes, <laughs> guaranteed to give me money. It's like Edna St. Vincent Millay, who wanted like I'll support my job as a poet by being an, an actress. actress. Like this is these are not practical solutions, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so this is what happens. So yes, Katie is on the show. Hannah isn't happy. Katie's in love with Derek. And Jerry, so this is, so Hannah tells Jerry, her henchman, get this girl off the show. And Jerry's like, I'm working on it. So Jerry shows up at the restaurant where Billy and the rest of the restaurant crew is giving because she's family. They're having a celebration for Katie's great new job. And Jerry walks into the middle of this like a turd in a punch bowl and says, mm -hmm. look, I'm just trying to give you the heads up. You should quit the show and not give Hannah the satisfaction of firing you because she's talking with the producers right now to fire you. So you should preemptively quit and leave the show. Okay, I think that is a lie. He is lying. He is just trying to get her to quit to solve Hannah's problem. I don't think Hannah is talking to the other producers to get rid of her. I think this oh. is Jerry's ruse to just get Hannah not just get Katie to quietly remove herself from the show. Oh, that, okay. So he's clever. He's smart. Because he's not immediately coming in and threatening people. He's like trying to manipulate people yeah, around he's all not, this. Yeah, he's not threatening. You're right. I mean, he looks like he's kind of be threatening. Yeah. But really, you're right. He's just a manipulator. Yeah, he's a manipulator Interesting. on that. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't. And in fact, Billy's like, no, you should really kind of try to find some common ground and extend an olive branch. So they go, the show, the morning show people go to this interview with Derek and Hannah that Lance is doing. Lance is one of the morning show hosts who's mm -hmm. very supercilious and pompous and he's that kind of like Ted Knight character. Yeah. But he interviews Hannah and after the interview, Katie takes that opportunity to talk to Hannah and they have the world's mildest blow up. It's just like, well, I don't want you around my son, but I love your son. I don't want you around my son. Okay. And everybody acts as if there has just been this like big David Mamet swear fest. I just, I was very uncomfortable. Okay. And I really was like, Billy, what are you doing giving this terrible advice? I mean, this is just classic writers putting yes. the characters in. Meddling. In, meddling, meddling, meddling. Yeah. Well, you know, best intentions and all that. And that's how 
Billy ends up at the house because she's like, I got to make this right. So she goes to Hannah's house and, you know, say, Katie is a good woman. But she doesn't get, she doesn't get there. She doesn't even get to talk to Hannah because because there's somebody running across the Right, there's somebody sneaking around in the bushes that she sees and she's like, what's this? And then she goes, because she saw this figure, she walks along the outside of the house, sees a body on the shore because the house is right near the bay or something. She sees, she sees a body on the shore. She walks up to it and it's Jerry. There's our dead body. There's our crime. Yeah. Now it's time for guessing. But before we guess, mm. there's two more characters we have to tell you about. One, there are two, two, there are two new assistants that we haven't talked about yet. Lance has a new assistant named, named Colin. Colin. And there and there is another assistant named Lucy, I think, who does a lot of research around pancakes. Yeah. Well, I guess that's That's, that's just about all. That's for the a lot of people. But then so the new people the new people we've seen are Hannah. Yeah. Jerry, her henchman, Brian, the dog wrangler, yeah. who by dint of not he being was anybody. He that's what I'm saying. I he mean, was creepy and he had nothing to do, so why is he even there? Yeah. So like he is my number one suspect right now. And then the only other person we haven't talked about is Katie's dad. So mm. Katie's dad might be behind Jerry. Yeah, Jerry's I dad. guess. I think I mean, he's got nothing to lose. I'm gonna go if I'm gonna go with the dog wrangler. It is going to either be the dog wrangler, and I think it's the dog wrangler because she is lying about liking. No, it is not that he thinks that she's lying about dogs. It's that. She, Katie, was nice to him and was kind to him. And he took her advances as meaning something more than they actually were. So now when she is just... He was suspecting her kindness. Yes. As advances. Yes. He was interpreting her kindness as advances and love. And she's like, you're a... And he's very disappointed now that he knows that she's with Derek because he's just like, you lied to me. You led me on. And now I'm upset. And now I'm going to... You have to quit the show so that... You can get away from Derek and we can be together because you were nice to me and that means that you love me and you touched me, you touched my hand when I transferred the dog over to you and I knew the electricity that was in that moment mm-hmm. and so you are mm-hmm. lying to everybody else and you are meant for me and I think that, you know what, as I'm saying this, I'm convincing myself that's what I think is happening. Yeah. I think he it's the dog wrangler. He shows up pretty early in the episode. He shows up pretty early with nothing else to do and yeah. there's no real reason for him to have a speaking line. So no. if he if he comes back a couple more times, it's going to be him. And he looks sweaty. He, well, he was supposed right? to be nervous. Like he his character, he's just like, I don't know how you did this. And then it's so when Jerry's laying on the ground in the grass, he, he also, also looks sweaty. Yeah, like I was like, was he even dead at first? Because I was like, it looks like maybe he just collapsed after like running three miles. Because right. he's like, yeah, he didn't like, look dead. with sweat. Yeah. I don't, or I don't know. But yes. And it isn't summer. Everybody's wearing, well, it could be summer. But it could be summer. It's the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's wearing a jacket of a light a light jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah, You know. Just covering. Perfect, perfect Pacific Northwest. Little, keeps the like, chill off. Like, a, yeah, exactly. Keeps the, keeps the chill off. Keeps, yeah. keeps Which, the dew off. By the way, these extras. Oh my gosh, so much vamping from the extras. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, and the extras in the back of this corner scene, I can't wait to watch more of this. I almost want to like rewind it a hundred <laughs> times because I'm like, oh, who, who's the guy with the tape? <laughs> like rolling out the police tape. And then there's another guy who's wearing a jacket that says coroner. And his job is basically just to stand there. Yeah. Just to be like You're just a filling set up piece, space, yes. Coroner. 
And then, and so I think he's just standing there, like talking to another guy, being like, "Hey, yeah, so uh, blah 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 blah." Did what you would see a the baker have? Like, what would the abbreviation for a baker be? We like onset baker, like OSB, or like onset baker. <laughs> <laughs> or like baking segment, like BS. That's their acronym. Don't make it BS. Yes, but like ba- BSP, baking segment producer. Oh, yes. Oh <laughs> BSP jackets. I'm a baking segment producer. Here's my badge. I'm here to investigate the murder. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, I do the, I produce the baking segment at the morning talk show. So uh, this is technically my jurisdiction. So uh, yeah, you want to move aside and uh, let me solve this murder. We've we've oh, solved no, three no, no. now. We're we're going to be putting a, a barbecue pork inside. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh that's savory. That's oh. that's not my dessert. That's not dessert. All right, you you can be here then. Fine, <laughs> fine. I'll stand over there with the sugar stuff. <laughs> we can tell time of death by how much by by how much the frosting has melted or not in ten minutes. Right. <laughs> that gives us a good body temperature. Mm. <laughs> that's got to be in some show. <laughs> that's that's in Murder She Baked. It's got to be in there. Okay, so you're saying guy with dog. Yes. The, guy, the dog trainer. Guy with dog. I, I mean, I kind of think you're right. I like your guess. It makes a whole lot of sense in so many ways. Okay, I think it's going to be somebody else that we haven't met. Great. But I am going to put the bet. Oh, okay, here, I'm going to make it up. Yes. All right. I think it's actually Hannah. But I don't think it will be Hannah. I think it will be Hannah's sister. (laughs) Because family's important. Right. (laughs) I think Hannah's sister's going to come. Hannah and her sisters. And so she calls her sisters and is like, this little thing. And and they go, oh no, we need to come in and add. I mean, even though Hannah needs zero help with anything. But, you know, family Hannah's, helps out. Hannah's boss bitch. And so, yeah, she is boss bitch. <laughs> family so, helps. That's what family does. So, yeah, I think that's what happens. Um, and then there's probably going to be another death. And I think that's going to be the animal trainer. And so, oh, I think Oh, you think the animal gonna... trainer is going to die? Okay. I like that. And this is like a how to get away with murder thing also. Because... You know, Hannah's a Kelso's law, right? Yeah. She's a lawyer. She knows how she, to like, oh, right. So she knows to how to have an alibi and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. She's going to alibi I don't know. Out. That's very dark for Hallmark, but I like the way you think. Mm. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm doing. Well, we'll see if we go over to the dark Hallmark universe here. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back and let you know how it goes. I said, I mean, I said Hannah and her sisters, but then I also said that I thought that there was going to be a second death and that I thought it was going to be Brian. But you were and right that Hannah was behind it all. It wasn't Hannah's sisters. No. But it was Hannah. Yes. Yes, she was. And she was the she evil villain behind it. It was not Brian. She had suffocated Jerry. And she had so suffocated Jerry. So Derek, this, this is her so... Her son. Her son, Derek. Derek thought that he had to kill Jerry because right, they she, tussled. They tussled. They fought. He pushed Derek, Jerry to the ground. Jerry hit his head, went unconscious. Hannah went out there, suffocated him, and was willing to let Derek, like, completely... Her son. Her son, completely willing to let him take the rap because years ago, when she did this case, her first case with the dog in the first place where the dog got the millions of dollars, 
she was set to be what's the what's the word for it? It's not trustee. Yeah, she was yeah. set to be an estate trustee, so she would get all the money until the dog until the dog like she would get the money to take care of the dog, and then when the dog died, she would get the money and it would be hers. And so she did it because she wanted the money, which I'm like, and she wanted all the money because Jerry found out about it and wanted his cut. Right. Jer- well, no, Jerry. Jerry found out about it, but there was theoretically. There was a, not theoretically, there was a second will. So this rich dog lady woman said, no, tell you what, I'm not going to give the money to you, Hannah, to be the trustee. I'm going to give it all to the dog trainer, Charlie. Yes. Charlie, the dog trainer, is actually Brian's dad. And Jerry knew about this. So Jerry knew that there was a second will that took the money from Hannah and gave it to Charlie. So Jerry found the second will, hid the second will, killed the rich lady with the dog so that Hannah could get all the money. Derek was fighting Jerry because Jerry was blackmailing Katie. So when Jerry fell down, Hannah went out to smother him and pin it on Katie. And then when Derek took the blame for the murder, then she was going to kill Katie and had Katie write a suicide note so that when Katie was found after having committed suicide, Derek would get off scot-free and so she would have her son, Katie would be taken care of, and she'd have all the money. Are you confused? I kind of am too. Don't worry. It doesn't matter. There's no evidence around any of this. If she was really a good lawyer, she'd get away with it. And I listen. So it really was is, how to get away with murder. It really was how to get away with murder. It 100% was. Except she didn't. Except she didn't. Two things about all of this. One, she is a famous lawyer. She's making bank boatloads of money. She's willing to kill over $10 million for a dog. Like, her house is worth $10 million. What is happening here? You always need more. I guess so. I guess so. I'm just like, come on, lady. She's clearly a bad lady. She's just a bad lady right from the start. (laughs) Shame. Shame on you, Miss Lady. Evil, evil people. Evil people. They're just evil. Evil people are evil. Yeah, and you know, she likes her son and all, but he just looks like an elf child. Like he's got the, like his (laughs) hair's growing kind of long in the back. He's got the sideburns. He looks like he's maybe filming one of the One of the Lord of the Rings movies. The the Rings of Power movies for Amazon. He's he's going to go out and become a wood elf. Yeah, yeah. He he looks like he just came in, uh, you know, to film this one episode. And he's probably going back to New Zealand tomorrow. That's what it is. Or maybe they were actually filming in British Columbia this time. True, who knows? so he was growing. Yeah. But I, I just couldn't keep my eyes off those sideburns. Yeah, you were like, not what you were not enamored of him. I mean, I'm not saying like you can't have sideburns. You did. I I enjoyed them. Yes. But they were. But yeah, they they're just weird on him. He was very like they, they definitely the the casting mandate. I am pretty sure was we need somebody who's not just boyish, but a little like still tied to apron strings boyish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not like not scamp it. Like he's not a scamp. He's kind of a mama's boy. So yeah, he has this little kind of just like, he's a little young. He's a little, he doesn't quite understand. His heart is in the right place. I will give him that. Like he immediately, like he really does love Katie and he really doesn't want to see her. I mean, he go, he immediately goes to the police station and confesses to get her off the hook because he's like, yeah. this is not, this should not be happening. So, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. All I know is I am bitter. I am just, I'm having a hard time 
keeping an up an upbeat and cheery mode right now because I am bitter because good lord Jessica like I am like fine we're not giving you points but I am nowhere near anything on this and it's a little galling I am galled and I don't mean French <laughs> I really thought you had this one I did too but like halfway he was given weird looks he was given her. weird looks and weird vibes but halfway through he got suspicious halfway through he got suspicious and Billy was like oh you're suspicious and as soon as like Billy looked at him after he left a room suspicious like I was like oh he didn't do it it's way too soon for them to be on to him, so I just lost again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is the thing about these shows, is yeah. that you know if somebody's being suspicious, and notably suspicious, not just to us, but to yeah. the problem solver. If the character solver, is then forget that it. There, 30 it's not minutes them. in, nope. No, too early. it's not too early. It's too early. There's, 20 there, minutes in, we, no. We've got another early. hour and 20 minutes we need to fill. Yes. It's not going to be this person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> another fun thing about this show was that Billy gives Katie right. a little good luck angel. A little good luck charm that looks like it's supposed to be an angel, but it looks it looks like an um, an eggplant emoji with wings. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's it does. like okay, like this a means something. Crystal eggplant. Yeah, it's a little I'm crystal like, eggplant with some <laughs> angel wings on it. Maybe the execs at at Hallmark didn't realize what was going on, but some costumer or some like prop was like, this is this means cock, and we're gonna get away with it on the Hallmark Network. <laughs> 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 They did have, okay, that final fight takes place on the beach between Katie. Oh, there was a shovel fight. There was, oh, no, oar, it was an oar. An oar, yes. You're right. But yeah. it was between Hannah and, and Hannah, who has a gun on Katie and is trying to push Katie into this boat and drown her. But then Billy shows Billy up. Billy shows and so up. she has the gun on Billy. So then she has a gun on Billy and Hannah takes an oar to... Katie. Now, Katie takes an oar to Hannah and then they all fight. This was a great fight because it, this wasn't like, this wasn't like I am this amazing, amazing ninja woman who mm. is going, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like leg superhero sweep. leg sweep <laughs> like or anything Jean like Van that. Like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right. Jean-Claude Van Damme. But they were still like, they, but they were still women who knew, like who had like taken a couple self-defense classes, knew how to do a couple of moves and was like, but it was like a real gritty fight, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because yes. it wasn't And on people. the sand. And on the sand. Yes. Gritty in more ways than one. And I was like, this is actually a really realistic fight. I really like this. Good job. Yeah. And I don't, and, yeah, and you also don't mean like cat fight. It yeah, was no, just, exactly. Like it wasn't a cat was fight. Trying to, like, like to use their resources to you, get, to take yes. this woman down. And so she was like, oh, I've got an oar. And so she sneaks and gets the oar. And then she swings it around and gets her right yeah. behind the knees. Or maybe it was like in the butt. I think it was be- behind, I think it was the, behind knees. the knees. And so like, knocks her, her down. And so she drops the gun. And then they all are scrambling for the gun or scrambling for her. And yeah, and like there's, is there's, is, it was, it was a good fight at the end. I'm glad everything worked out. And like, Ian and Billy had their first date, in quotes, their first date, which is yes. essentially chaperoning Ian's daughter's Emma's. Was it her ninth or tenth birthday tenth. party? Tenth, tenth birthday, birthday party with, with like cupcakes and a chocolate Vanilla fountain and red chocolate, red velvet, red and velvet, and also the, a chocolate yeah. fountain. And the least enthused extras ever. Like this final <laughs> well, scene of them, like yeah, at this chocolate fountain. Girls. These ten-year-old girls were bored and over it. They're like, uh-huh. <laughs> when when I did extra work, when I did extra, work, <laughs> when I did extra work here in LA, it was at this restaurant in downtown LA on like a Monday when they would normally be closed, and it was lunch, and they had us all sitting around. Around, and 
the you know props came around with all these plates of salads for everybody, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Don't eat it." And <laughs> I, I was like, "Well, I mean, I get why you shouldn't eat it because there are lots of takes, mm-hmm. and you have to repeat the take, and so yeah. you don't want to eat it because you know they're not going to yeah. replenish this and whatever." But somebody started a rumor because I they were like, "Why can't, why can't we safe. eat? Why can't we eat the salad?" Well, it's actually poison. They put poison on it. <laughs> yes, what? of course they do. Or they poison it all. It's not. It's not cooked, and so and I was like, it's a salad. Well, it's but it's not cooked. It's not cooked, so you know it. it it's you <laughs> they know, poison they, it. They put stuff onto they it so it. that this it looks good get... on camera, and that's poisonous. So you, that's why you shouldn't eat it. I was like, I don't. Okay, sure. I mean, I can agree. That's with, about can, to I put can... me off of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have insider information about salads on set, please let us know. And then they took us downstairs and they put us in the basement. <laughs> oh my. In they took us downstairs and put us in the basement. Okay. Where we, it was like the holding area. Uh-huh. And we all had to be super quiet and they gave us all granola bars. And I was like, <laughs> I am not eating anything here. I am. I'm not eating anything from these you, people. You have taken us into a basement room and locked us in a room and told us to be very quiet and given us granola bars. What did you put in these granola bars? Huh? 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 When are we getting out of here anyways? Yeah. So there's a couple things about food. One, there was one point where Billy was chopping celery. And like, I wanted to be like, because she was on set and she was chopping celery. And I'd be like... She is doing a savory dish. She's doing, you know, this, she's not doing a cupcake. She's not doing, she's going to do yes. a savory dish. We never saw what that was. We didn't. And I'm like, who is, who is the person who's just like, let's give her the like loudest chopping noise thing we could possibly do. Right. And also, like, do people eat omelets late at night? This seemed to be a thing in this show yes. that like Maurice was like, Jacob, it's 11 at night. Let's is, eat an omelet. The weirdest thing about you is that like breakfast at for dinner or breakfast at night is like so anathema to you. This, you are, this is the weirdest thing about so me. You are so confused about people having eggs at night. I am. You are, it's true. You're like. <laughs> it's for brunch. Eggs are for brunch only. Only. That at is like it. one o'clock it is over. <laughs> it is over. There are eggs no eggs after do, one. Do not appear ever again <laughs> what's wrong with that that seems perfectly natural and in, 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 in sync with the universe oh, so strange <laughs> are you telling me you would like like, like when when do you have eggs for dinner I should i make should it. i make you a great big egg souffle for your birthday is that what you're saying no. please give me all the eggs for dinner <laughs> my see there you go i rest my case i'm just saying not for my birthday oh okay but there after my times. birthday sure i'm fine yeah okay, there fine. are other times when that's perfectly fine and like some bacon. It's called breakfast for dinner. This is a thing people do. I don't and think that. I, no, yes, I, 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 and mm, late at night. Donuts for dinner? Sure. I've heard of people eating cereal, like breakfast cereal at like dinner or late at night for a late night snack. I get that. But like making an omelet at night? That, that No. No. I No. I'm putting my foot down. That is, that is not a thing. You are not allowed to. It's like wearing white after Labor Day. No omelets, no eggs after one. That's just the rule. You are courting controversy. <laughs> so be it. There's somebody, somebody has to make order out of this insane world. And if it has to be me and my egg rule, then so be it. This is because you, like, when I met you, I was like, oh my God, this guy. Like, every single time dinner is like, 
a piece of meat, a, a section of rice, and a section of a vegetable, maybe a salad. <laughs> like, well, you got your protein, never, you got your starch, you got your veggies. It's like, right there. It was never like, uh, I'm just going to make myself a, an omelet for dinner. Never. Never. Are you trying to say it's weird that I take care of myself and no, give myself a I'm, nutritious meal? This omelet, is weird for you? But an omelet is a perfectly fine thing to have for dinner. Not after 1 p.m. Strange. I am a game maker and a rule shaper. Okay, speaking of rules. Sure. One of the things that Jerry has on somebody that he's blackmailing is he is blackmailing Katie because after college, she went and protested logging at an old growth forest. Right. And she was arrested for disturbing, for disturbing the, peace. the peace. And so supposedly and this, this is the goes great against the moral clause that she had to sign to be on Kelso's law. I call shenanigans. I laughed hilariously when I was just like, really? Disturbing the peace is like getting arrested for protesting is the thing that you think people are going to blackmail you with? Okay, Hallmark, that's just ridiculous. And if you're confused listening to this about everything that happened on this, like, we were confused watching it. There was a lot of hand-waving that kind of happened towards the end of this. There wasn't hand-waving, but it was a little, like... it wasn't hand-waving. Like, it all makes sense on paper, but... But, yeah, but trying to follow it and then also clearly trying to explain it is, well, this is this and that is that. Then you go around here and Uh, walk to the tree and spin around three times and then clap really loud. And if you really believe, then Katie is innocent and fairies will live. There was a nice uh, scene where I was almost convinced. Oh, she did it. I oh, Katie yeah. They, had done they, it. They, they really did. Like, Katie was, they really made it look as if Katie was even a suspect towards the end there. So, yeah, good job like on she that. She was lying to Yeah, Billy. it's even in my notes. Like, if you look at my notes, it's like Katie, like, there's a scene where Katie comes up, Billy's getting into her car at night, and Katie is like the jump, Katie is the jump scare. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, a true friend does not come up and like scare somebody like that. So, I was like, oh. She's getting a little suspicious right now. Yeah, yeah. So good job, like, directors, like, making us doubt ourselves on this. Hey, so speaking of the writing. Speaking of the director and the writing, yes, Yeah, yeah. So the director has just a ton, a ton, a ton of Hallmark TV movies. Good for them. Yeah. Kevin Fair is his name. And... Also, you know, a lot of films, not a lot of stuff that I recognize, a lot of like first director, second assistant director, mm-hmm. or, you know, first assistant director. So great job on all the Hallmark. Uh, this show called Signed, Sealed, Delivered. It's a mystery show set in like a mailboxes, et cetera. <laughs> where oh my the, gosh, I love the that. workers, the like postal yeah. workers, essentially. Uh-huh. I mean, they're not yeah, like yeah. US or Canadian postal workers, but... They are postal workers and they figure out mysteries. Like a vase is found with a suspicious note inside and And they they have to figure out who left it. Oh, I love that. that I know. Fantastic. It's so gentle and afternoon. It's lovely. <laughs> uh, so and then I wanted to say, okay, so we said Al Roker wrote, right. wrote this. Or the, yeah, with and the, his Dick, ghost writer. Uh, so yeah, Dick Lochte. And he is an author of many, many crime mystery novels of under mm-hmm. his own name. And this is not ghost written. It's like Al Roker and Dick Lockett. Okay, great. So he's right up on um, Yeah. And so Dick has written a lot of crime mysteries. 
LA Times bestselling author. He's famous for a book called Sleeping Dog and a bunch of other, like he has like two or three series of, you know, different characters and things. So look his stuff up. It sounds like it's very, it's highly awarded and enjoyed by many, many people. It sounds like some really fun mysteries. And a couple of the other morning show mysteries are written by Amber Benson. And Amber Benson mm-hmm. is actually an actress oh. from Alabama. Her family moved to L.A. for her career when she was young. She played, I think the character's name, Nicole Reed. Anyway, uh, she was in this show called Jack Reed, starring Brian Dennehy as a detective uh, in, a, in a bunch of TV movies, oh, as, wow. as well as a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But she is most well known for playing Tara in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, who oh is yes, Willow's that's why I know love the, Yes, that is why I know the name. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she was on that for a lot. This is kind of her big writing thing. I, she's written a couple of other things, mm-hmm. but this is kind of Well, the, this is a big credit. Yeah, this is a very big credit, and she has a couple of them. That's great. Is there anybody else we need to cover? Oh, well, I will say that the woman who plays Hannah, the killer, mm-hmm. is played by Terrell Rothery, or Roth, yeah, Rothery, Terrell Rothery, and she is on Stargate, Smallville, Arrow, all the, you know, Vancouver, yeah, she is Vancouver from Vancouver, sci-fi. and a show called Masterminds with Patrick Stewart. Ooh. So you've probably seen her. She's a, a small blonde lady who can <laughs> kick ass. <laughs> Clearly. Okay. Well, as we wrap things up, let me ask you, like if you were going to murder somebody, what kind of cupcake would you bake? Oh, but that are you talking about poison? No, I'm just I'm not maybe. I'm just saying like there's just there's just been way too many cupcakes associated with murder here. So now I'm kind of just like, I don't know, like what kind of cupcake would I like to have if I was going to murder somebody or if I was investigating a murder, what cupcake would go best with this murder investigation? Well, red velvet, duh. Yeah, I guess you're right. That didn't even occur to me. I, I mean, mean I it, guess... it wouldn't be a chocolate kiss in the center. No, ooh, yeah, no. Is it flourless chocolate cake or like chocolate volcano? Like any one of those cakes that, oh, like, yeah. that like take forever to do and are still like molten and crust, like yes. it's a crusty and you bite it, like you like put the fork in and it just all like oozes out and everything. Yeah. That would kind of be like, <laughs> you know, imagine like one of the people being all like, well, you can tell from the blowflies on this that this dessert has been oh, sitting God. around for 36 oh, my hours. <laughs> gosh, bones, flashback from bones. Please, no, make it stop. So <laughs> gross. But yeah, I think you're right. I think red velvet is the way to go. So, all right. That's all for this time. Find us on the Instagrams and uh, we'll see you soon. You can also email us, podcast at gmail.com and let us know if you eat eggs after 1 p.m. Can't do it. Don't do it. Because do I it. am going to be right about this. <laughs> She's right about everything else so no, far. No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just being annoying. <clears throat> About it. But I mean, because really, we could just refer to the podcast adjudication board. But I, I think I, I just don't think we can afford to go to them again. And this is not a podcast question. You're this right. Is a, this is an egg question. We need to know. Answers to eggs. <laughs> We've got no other answers. Why should I be right about this, too? Take my side. <laughs> Take my side. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And now we want to hear from you. Tell us your guesses, your scores, your insider info, your favorite logic cop catches, and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Follow us and join the fun on Twitter at ClueDunnit or on Instagram and Facebook at ClueDunnit Podcast. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. Because watching TV is always Always better better with with friends. friends. You know, there's that old like Halloween game where it's just like, oh, put your hand in this, and like you could put a, a bunch of grapes, and like those are the those are the dead man's oh, eyeballs, and like so put your hand in like fantastic. cold spaghetti, and like I oh, these are the good dead man's guts. <laughs> so like, what candy should you give out? Is it just like, oh, this person was murdered because of a dog scandal with money? Oh, okay, dog scandal with money. I mean, are we talking just milk bones here? For sure, milk bones. Okay. Yes. How about you? I don't know. I was somehow thinking Twix bars, where it's just like, oh, these are their fingers. Crack. And then gooey and ego. What what holiday goes with heists? Because it would be really great to give out Twix and like spray them gold so they look like gold bars. Oh, oh my gosh. Twix. That is. There you go. And then you have Ocean's Eleven. Sure. Like, <laughs> it's the ocean, celebrating the anniversary of Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yes. <laughs>